0: Take it with a grain of salt. I'm giving it to you straight, no chaser.
1: Who needs tequila when everything feels better with a shot of brandy?
2: Normally you find me with a tall glass of wine, but on this journey, I'm serving you straight, dirty martinis. Welcome to our podcast, Not Your Standard After Dark. We will not be silenced. Well, hello, welcome to another episode of Not Your Standard After Dark. Yes, you know who it is already. I'm Harold Keith, and you know we have Brandy G, and we have Jewel Lee, all right? And I know some of you are asking, where is that crazy, crazy Colin. Well, tonight, Colin has off, everybody. He has some things he wasn't feeling too well. He has some things that he's dealing with. So just lift him up in your prayers. Trust me, we've all encountered what he's going through. So make sure you lift him up. I'll let him come back and tell you all about it. I'm not one to spread nobody's tea. We sip tea, and we talk about other people's tea, but not our family's tea. You know your mama used to say it. What goes on in our house stays in our house unless we decide to tell it. So we're going to let him tell his side of the story when he comes back, but he will be back. So do not be alarmed. Wild Card is here to stay and play, even if you don't like what he has to say. So we are all good on that part, but we have a great guest in the building tonight. We have Julie. So we're excited about that. She has a lot to say. Trust me. She's smart. She's pretty. And she's also another firecracker. I think it's, um, Brandy G, where did you find her?
1: Oh my goodness. I found her on the, no, I'm kidding. I was about to say something inappropriate already. (laughs) We through some friends and then we clicked, but my girl keeps it real at all times. Like you said, smart, beautiful, and she'll let you know what she's thinking. So she gonna fit right in today.
2: I'm a little nervous tonight. I feel like (laughs) I'm in this sandwich. I'm used to having Colin, you know, here with me. So I feel like there is a lot of estrogen going on in the building tonight. And I just don't know how I'm feeling. I'm, I don't know. And then I just, you know, for those who can't see or aren't watching, I'm just looking at Julie and I'm like getting this weird feeling. I don't know. You might want to get your girl and tell her to call me and get me together because I'm like feeling something right now. But I'm so glad to have you here. So Julie is in the building with us. So, you know, we're going to go ahead and keep moving. Brandy G, do you have something, anything to say right now?
1: Let me just tell y'all, I am excited about today's episode. Now, listen, I did not try Colin's French 45. I will admit that because I forgot one of the key ingredients. So check back with me next week. We'll see how that goes. But y'all are in for another great, great episode. I'm getting distracted by Julie's flawless fucking skin right now, y'all. I'm so distracted. If we weren't friends, friends, and I wasn't married. I probably tried to slide up in them DMs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Listen, so one of the things that I found from last week, because you know, everyone was speaking about this whole, you know, should you date your friend's ex? Blah 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 blah. And a lot of people were like, "Never, not happening. Never, not happening." So I really have nothing to report, but. Dang, y'all, that was unanimous. But someone did say that I found was very interesting perspective. And this coming from Brian from um, Maryland. And he says, if this was an ex before you became friends with this friend, I don't really see an issue with that. But in general, never. So he's saying, look, if this was something that happened before you became friends with this person, it's fair game. But outside of that, never. I thought that was an interesting perspective because I didn't even think about like when you became friends with this person versus, so that was something that just to think about. I mean, we're not going to harp on that, but I mean, any thoughts on that while we're talking well, about that, that?
1: That is a different perspective and it would have to be, that's a whole nother ball game too. Like I can kind of see what he's talking about and like vibe out with him on that. I got a lot of hell knows in my DMs as well. So, but dang, he making me think about it. What's your, what's your thoughts, Julie? I think
0: that's completely fair. Like, I mean, especially... In our communities that are so freaking small and have so slim pickings anyway especially in the lesbian community i feel like everybody's been tossed around and dated everybody's ex one of she's not like a super close friend but a friend and an acquaintance of mine is married to my ex so like and i was friends with her before they even met so you know it's it's complicated to some but for people like me i'm like kind of not bothered by it
2: Well, that's that. So (laughs) you guys know we talked about last week, but let's talk about this week. You know, we never can get enough of unpopular opinions. So with that being
3: said,
2: is the unpopular opinion of this week. And no, we are gonna leave Colin alone like he requested and let him breathe, but I was at an event and it, and it kind of struck me because this is an ongoing debate, you know, because whenever you have a celebration, you know, you want to turn up, you know, you want to have a good time. And normally when I have events, it's a weekend affair, but I'm inviting you to all kinds of things for each day of the weekend. And we are having a good time. I mean, I'm sure everybody can relate to that. Right. But someone I was sitting with had said, <clears throat> unpopular opinion is, If my friend invites me out to celebrate their birthday, I shouldn't have to pay and bring a gift. Again, if my friend invites me out to celebrate their birthday, I shouldn't have to pay and bring a gift. I don't care if it's dinner, I don't care what it is. I You are inviting me somewhere is what they're saying. So I don't care if it's your birthday, I shouldn't have to pay for all of that. And you definitely should expect a gift if I'm paying for all that. Now, I'm just gonna start this off by saying, I don't agree with that statement. My thing is, my real friends already know, we're going to turn up. Everybody pitches in to do what they're going to do. Everybody plays a part in this. If I'm inviting you, what I do, honestly, is I give you an option. You don't have to come to all three. You can pick what, which your budget can afford. Now, personally, I don't really expect gifts. My, for me, personally, you showing up is the gift. And I know to contribute to stuff, because we be on boats. we be doing fancy. Like, I... Uh, we're not kids, I'm not sponsoring No Chuck E Cheese Affair. These are real things, you choose what you wanna be a part of. So I don't agree with the statement. I don't believe that just because it's my birthday and I invite you somewhere for my birthday, that I should have to pay for you to show up in order to get a gift or anything of that nature. Julie, what's up? What do you think?
0: That is not how my friend group rolls at all. And I'm looking at Randy, because we have done celebrated so many birthdays together at this point, all yes. oh, like our home entire friend group. We always bring a gift, even if it's like a personal bottle, even if like, you know, we, I feel like we all know each other so well that we know each other's sort of, you know, financial situation, like, like branding and stuff just had a baby. Like, obviously I'm going to show up with things for them. They need loving, you know, I got to take care of them and we're going to pay for them to go to dinner too. Like that's, that's how it's always been in my friend group. I've never had that problem.
1: Yeah. I'm with Julie, obviously. Like to me, just show up because you want to support and you always don't have to give them no expensive gift. It could right. be something very thoughtful, sentimental shit. It could be a picture from like back in the day when you first was hanging out. You know what I mean? But to like go into it like, I'm not paying for dinner and a gift. To me, like it's your, your friend's day. Like you going in already saying what you're not going to do, but you do got options to show up or not show up when it comes down to it.
2: That's true. So do you feel like, let's say, okay, let me just talk about my experiences. So here I had a a whole yacht experience on one of the days for my birthday. So it was like $60 per person, but that was actually, for me, that was the discounted rate. I paid the difference for everybody that was getting on that boat, which nobody knew. I just told them $60 for them um, and that was that. So in that case, again, again, I wasn't expecting, that was my gift for me personally, you know what I'm saying? If anybody brought anything, I will be very appreciative. But my friend group is a little different, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to worry about all of that but it was $60 to come on. So this person was arguing up and down that that is not right. You should not charge to be a part of that. If I'm going to say I'm doing this on a boat, I should have, they felt as though I should have paid for the whole boat experience. Now I get it for children. I get it for a child, like, okay, you're doing things, but like we are grown adults and you got to pay to play. In my opinion, you either going to be there or you're not like this was something that really like kind of got under my skin a little bit, because no matter what I said, they just could not see it. And I'm trying to understand. Well, maybe I felt like, well, maybe I'm going crazy because, you know, if I'm saying meet me at brunch on a Sunday, I'm not paying for your meal. It's not already. I mean, I can see if it was a catered event where I put it out there and I said that. But I'm giving you the
0: option. That's an acquaintance, not a friend. That's what I'm telling you, because Ooh. it's about my friends are my family. I'm very selective, and everything we do comes back around to each other. So, Brandy will host an event. I'm going to host a party. I'm going to feed everybody. Our other friends are going to host an event and feed everybody. So, it, even if it's at one time something's more expensive than usual, at some point it comes back around full circle in the friend group. And we always end up, I'll buy you a drink now. You, you buy me one later. Like, that has, mm-mm, I don't play. Mm-hmm friends and like honestly if you are my friend and you're having some financial difficulties like your birthday you could have came to me and be like yo can you cover me now and I got you like next week or something like we, we can talk like I should be able to feel comfortable enough to talk to you about something like that. Yeah I agree with
1: Julie. I was going to say the same thing like if you feel like financially you're not there it's completely okay to just have a little side combo like I would love to be there however right now I don't have the means and guess what then we can probably work it out. I might be like well look bitch I really want you there so yeah. guess what I got you. And then when you back on your feet, if you want to get me a drink, take me out, whatever, you don't even have to do that. Honestly, it is like, I love just my friends being able to get together and being around each other and genuinely enjoying that time. And there's never pressure when it comes to that. I think we all just kind of naturally, like Julie said, move in that way. But if someone's money is tight or funny or whatever, it's completely okay. None of us would ever judge or make you feel bad for throwing something and having something. Like, I don't think you can be like, well, you shouldn't do this because I can't afford it right now. That's the difference. You can be like, listen, I would love to be there. Maybe I'll get you a, a bottle or something. and We go out and celebrate on our own. Very simple. But I don't think it should be made for you to feel like you shouldn't be doing that. You know what I mean? Again, we're all, we all have choices. We all have choices in the matter, so.
2: I just feel like even in that situation, me knowing my friend circle, I always give options based on the lower the lower dollar end. So I even in some incidents, there's certain times where I do sacrifice maybe what I want to make sure we can accommodate anybody because I know that if all my crew is there, we're going to have a good time, no matter, even if we're sitting there watching paint dry, everybody else might get tired of that, but we will find some stuff to talk about and have a good time with. But for me personally, what I'm going to say about this is, look, if you're my friend, what does it hurt you to sponsor one weekend to create a lifetime full of memories? You can't put a cost on memories with a friend. You just
0: can't do it. Not a real friend. Yeah, not a real friend at all. Yeah, and let's just talk it out. We oh, won't work it out. matters, too. You know, like... We're all at an age where we should be, you know, pretty financially secure at this point. I mean, I could see if we're like 18, you know what I mean? Or like something like that. But I think past 25, that's just unacceptable. That's an unacceptable expectation to, for your friend to just not celebrate the way that they want to because you can't afford to.
2: Like, listen, I don't know about of y'all, but even if I'm having some sort of strain, I make sure I come through for my friends, especially the ones that are always there for me. I will bite the bullet. I will do what I need to do to make sure that you still have a good time and you don't miss a beat. I mean, I'm just gonna put it out there like that.
1: I might even ask another friend, like, listen, yes. can you stop me? I don't yes. want them knowing that I can't, you know, do yes. this. I don't know when I can pay you back. Like, just keep it real." Right. Right. Most friends are gonna be like, you know, my mom always told me, don't loan out anything. You feel like you need that, but you won't miss. A rule
0: of thumb when it comes to money and friends. Right. And as
1: a friend, I might be like, all right, it's okay. I got you. Don't even worry about it. I think just just have combos. It's all right. It's okay. But I'm going to talk to another friend, like, I might need to spot me so I can go and enjoy. It. And not even put that burden on whose birthday it is. That way they have no idea, no clue what's happening. But I'm here trying to celebrate you.
2: So just to, like, bring this to the question, okay, for those who are listening, if you got lost in our sauce, the mm-hmm. question is, or the unpopular opinion is, if my friend invites me out to celebrate their birthday, I shouldn't have to pay and bring a gift. Circle check. I, I, I mean, <laughs> that's all I got for y'all. Is circle check. I don't. I don't. I don't know what else to say about that.
1: I can't wait to hear people. We really want to hear back from y'all. I can't wait yeah. to hear y'all opinions on this. Like, let us know so we can have more conversation about this because I, I, I'm interested in seeing all the different perspectives. Y'all already got ours, so y'all know how we feel about it.
2: All right, so we have a special guest that is in the building, but let me make sure they are on the line because you know, they are booked and busy, like literally. And I think they might've disappeared on me for a second. (laughs) So we might have to put that on on hold, but we do have a guest coming to join us today. Now, if they don't respond in 2.3 seconds, then we're going to move past and bring them on later. That's just how we do it here. We keep it real. We keep it uncut. We keep it unfiltered. So I just want y'all to know we do have a special guest for y'all. However, I know they are booked and busy. They just got done filming and taping a, a major, in my opinion, a major um, show. So, you know, they have opportunities flying out the door. So for them to even take their time out, I appreciate it. So I'm not even going to rush them and what they got going on. <laughs> but I do want us to take this moment to say happy Pride Month to everyone, to all the supporters for all that's a part of all that and all of that. Happy Pride Month. So Julie, what does Pride Month mean to you? That's what I want to know. What does Pride Month mean to you?
0: Well, Pride Month is one, an excuse to hang out with my friends almost every single weekend if possible. (laughs) But um, number two, it's all about celebrating us and celebrating being unapologetically you and being loud and out there about it. Um, I'm in a very liberal city uh, in Philadelphia. So if it wasn't COVID, you know, we would have, by now had the Dyke March, which is a really radical movement. Um, It wasn't started in Philadelphia, but it's been here for about like, maybe 10 years at this point. And we literally storm the streets of Philadelphia. We don't get a permit. We don't ask anybody's permission. We just block off all major roads in center city, us dykes, us lesbians, whatever you identify as. And we have signs and drums, and we just scream and let the city know that we're here because unfortunately like our city is predominantly ran by white gay men and you know there's not really many spaces for the women here so it's an exciting time to get to celebrate with my my sisters or my female or women identifying people and just be loud about who we are and that we're proud to love who we love so that's what I do all month long and all year round honestly
2: <laughs> awesome all right so we have our guests in the building so let me go ahead and and, and switch gears for a second so we have our guests in the building And his name is Dro Tishi from the house of Tishi, sorry, legendary, HBO Max, legendary season two. Now I know a lot of people had some things to say when they had to take their their exit. I mean, I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. We know that things happen and sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles, and that's very true to ballroom scene. It is what it is, but I believe, in my heart of hearts that the house of tishi did what needed to be done okay and you guys should have went home with that money however i'm not mad at the outcome i'm being cool with that but welcome dro to the show
4: hey y'all what's going on thank you so much that's crazy that whole collage you just put up <laughs> <That's so> Crazy.
2: <laughs> listen we are a big fan of you now listen i we have brandy g Now, when I told her I was bringing on a guest, and I've known Joe for some time now, but I'm glad he's finally, he's been doing what he's doing for a very long time, but he's finally, getting his shine. And I love to see it. And what better way to celebrate it than in this beautiful month and bringing you on to talk a little bit about that. But I have a fan of the show. So when I was like, I'm bringing on my guest so I can talk to my guest. She was like, no, I got some questions for Joe. I want to talk to Joe because I was like, okay, once you start with the fingers and the hand movement, then you know it's real. So what I want to do is I want to let Brandy G ask you some questions. Then I'm going to ask you just 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 a few questions. And then I would like to play a little game and then I'm gonna let you go, because I know, again, you are booked and busy. So I appreciate that. I'm not saying that. Listen, y'all, when I say that, I'm not saying that to say that he's changing at all. He is still the same. When I reached out to him, he was like, sure, no problem. What you need. Even with some chaos and cake and um, craziness, he was just down for the cause. So he has not changed up to me. You know those some people that when they get on TV, when you hit them up, it's like new number. Who this?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He's not that type of person. He keeps it real, and that's a good representation of his house and what he brought to the table on the show. Um, Legendary. So B, I'm gonna let you go ahead and take it over. Go ahead, get it out. What you got for drill? You 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 muted. We can't hear not a word you saying.
1: I'm sorry, y'all. I had a, a cat in the studio acting up, so I had to like, a little bit. I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. <laughs> cool. But anyway, <laughs> welcome, Joe. Thank um, you. one of my questions is how do you feel HBO Max and Legendary represented the ball
4: Do you think
1: that they represented it properly for y'all? Honestly.
4: Um I'm gonna say no. Um, simply because it's it's there's aspects of ballroom, but it's a, t- it's a television show. So they made it for TV. So they give you a taste of ballroom. It's not necessarily the ballroom scene. So it, it gives people um, a view of what the ballroom scene kind of is, like basics, one-on-one, so that you can take that and go to an actual ball. All right
1: now Harold and Ivy will go to the back in the day, so I, I already knew you know, what it was really like. And how did you feel about, um, first of all, I do feel like y'all was top the whole time. I just knew, I said, "Oh, they winning this because y'all was on point with everything. Do you feel like um, the judging, how do you feel about having guests judge that were not familiar with the ball, you
4: see, and kind of putting the
1: fate in their hands at times?
4: um i think it's i think it's crazy to be honest um because a lot of times they didn't know what they were looking at it would be different if there were uh guest judges that have actually been to and attended balls but um yeah i think it's i think it's crazy but you know i i understand why they do it that's why i say it's it's for television they do it to bring uh, people in you know, different different people watch those certain um, celebrities that they brought on. So it, it brings in more viewers.
1: For those that don't know, what is your favorite category for the one that you are known for?
4: Um, okay, that's two different questions. So I'm, <laughs> gonna answer, I'm gonna answer them both. I'm gonna answer them both. So the categories that I'm known for, I walk uh, Schoolboy Realness and I walk Twist Performance um and my favorite category to watch um honestly is is runway i love european runway and face
2: oh uh, i thought you were gonna say body yaddy 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 yadda yaddy. Um,
4: <laughs> you know to be honest like it's 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 a cute category i enjoy watching it but it's not one of my favorites
2: then you walk
4: it yeah. Let me go back. Let me, let me, let me oh just. Oh my god. You know, look at
3: that. that
4: yeah, I'm so weak. I look at that picture down. I'm like, that's so crazy. How four or five months ago, I was so, I was skinny. i my body looks different.
2: <laughs> Listen. So I have a. a I'm gonna jump into to Brandy's questions real quick, and I was reading something, things. So InStyle Magazine did this interview and they asked this question and I was like, this is so for Dro. And the question was from one to 10, rate your skills in each of the five elements of Vogue. So from one to 10, okay. So what do you rate yourself in Catwalk? Um, oh. oh
4: my gosh. Okay, wait. Oh my God, okay. Um, I'm going to give myself a ten for for the catwalk.
2: What about hand performance?
4: I'm going to give myself a ten for hand performance.
2: What about that duck walk?
4: Hmm. See. Um. Now I had surgery on my knee, okay. so I can't duck walk the way that I used to. But prior to my surgery, I would give myself an eight. Now I would give myself about a four because you'll never see me. You'll rarely see me in it.
2: So what does that mean for the spins and dips?
4: Oh yeah, spins and dips, I, uh, a eight.
2: And of course, there's always that floor performance.
4: Oh yeah, she's a nine and a half. <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes, um, Allen. Yes, I know that's right. I can get about three little kicks out in the duck walk. That's about it before I
4: down. It's so much on the knees. It's so much on the knees.
0: I got to be real tipsy for that one. I will it <laughs> on the floor and get about three kicks out. Right? Okay. I
2: think next time that we're all together, I'm going to make sure that Julie does a duck walk just for you, Joe. Yeah, just
0: for you. I can do about circle. like three vogue movements and they always come out after a couple of vodka sodas that's about it <laughs> <laughs> yes please record it i would love to
2: see it <laughs> what's up brady g you got more questions for joe or i can take over
1: you having a hot girl summer or are you taking joe um
4: it's I'm, in personal business i'm single
2: are you looking or are you just like not looking or are you like they need to sign NDAs, like you're gonna do the jada and will thing like what's up
4: I'm open, you know. Um no no NDAs, no nothing. I'm not like actively looking but I'm not rejecting, you know. It's, if it happens, it happens.
2: So what's your type? <laughs>
4: oh my
2: goodness.
4: <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. yeah, right. I need yeah. to all in my business. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't really have a type. As long as you're intelligent and you're somewhat attractive in shape, you know, have goals ambitions a career are articulate can communicate i you know and we, we can do, we can go somewhere but
3: it
2: sounds like you want to take me out on a date because everything you described was me oh,
1: Here we go here, here, <laughs>
2: here, you, here you go all right i ain't messing with y'all Joe. i'm not messing with joe today you know we had to have some fun with you do you got any more questions for joe what's no. your sign okay julie yes julie come through host she said i am here
4: and queer yes i'm an aries
0: i love oh my god i was i love aries like i am always my favorite people are aries i swear to god yes we are the best wait what's your sign i'm a virgo okay and i
4: love virgos okay y'all are very very strong strong people.
0: But I love really my fire is. signs because they kind of like spice it up for me because I can be kind of like, uh, you know what I mean? So I need somebody with a little spark around me.
4: Absolutely,
2: absolutely. Now, Dero, Dero, now I know you represent a legendary house and everything, but don't come over. Now it seems like you got her smiling and all happy. Like, so they back <laughs> off. That's my crush. I don't need you coming in, being a whole Aries and whatever you are, trying that to that slide. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, I see what's going on here. That's why you can't bring your friends around your prospects. Just can't happen. I'm just here. I'm
4: just being, I'm
0: just being me. <laughs> I right, know, right, I'll quit.
2: Don't make me blush. <laughs> all right, so before you go, Joel, do you have a couple of minutes to play this little game with me?
4: Sure.
2: Everybody's participating in this. So Brandy G, listen up. Julie, listen up. This is a game that I'm taking from my other podcast, Get Your Positivity. And I had to bring it over here because I'm just kind of curious. And it is called this or that. So let me explain how this works. I'm gonna shout out your name and I'm gonna ask you this or that. Now, when I say this or that, I'm not talking about those actual words. I'm gonna say, for example, Obama or Trump, okay? You just choose which one and you give me a quick reason why and we move it we keep it moving. You don't need to give me the long biography. I don't really care that much. I just need you to tell me this or that. Now I know sometimes people get stuck and on Get Your Positivity, we have a plea the fifth button, but on Not Your Standard, we do not. So you have to choose one. All right? So, let's do this. I'm going to start off with B, Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez. And this could be based on whatever It doesn't have to be based on whatever you prefer
1: All right, because it's two different Things
2: Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez
1: I'm going to go with 90s, 2000s Mariah
2: All right Okay, here we go, I'm going to keep it easy for you Okay, so Julie Oprah or Michelle Obama
0: Michelle Like all the time, Michelle.
2: <laughs> Isn't it something about Michelle that just like kills the game? I don't know if it's the fashion. I, she just is so, uh,
0: like everything. everything. Like you just like look at her and you're just like, yes. Like, like <laughs> let me be like you. has <laughs> it yeah, so that quick?
2: Dro, Prince or Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm.
4: Michael Jackson.
2: Why so? Ooh. You don't like Purple Rain?
4: I do like Purple Rain, but I just like Michael Jackson a little bit more. <laughs> I
2: think that's a dancer thing.
4: Yeah, he dances, he's a, he's a performer. Yeah. Prince was more, you know, vocalist. He, he entertained, but it was just different.
2: All right, so here we go. B, Lil' Kim or Nicki Minaj? Really? What are you basing that on? I'm
4: just curious.
1: Oh, all Kim's albums, like Kim, Nicki, when she really rap rap, I get down with her, but sometimes when she kind of sing and shit like that, I'm not really rocking with it. It hurts my ears. So.
2: (laughs) 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 We're gonna keep it moving. That was my because I know you're gonna pick the right one. And I think I'm gonna agree with you. Beyonce or Rihanna?
0: Oh, you you must have missed our last
1: conversation. When at me. <laughs> or oh,
0: you had to say that. Rihanna. You got have the internet coming for me right now. I did not sign up to put myself out there. Um, okay. I'm just gonna say Rihanna, and I have a list of list of reasons. But
2: <laughs> I'm actually going to drink to that. I, I I agree with you. I mean, the beehives can come, honey. Come.
0: come. Oh yes. Oh my God.
2: I got the repellent, Okay. Cause what, you going with Rihanna or Beyonce?
4: You asked her that question. You can't ask me that
0: question. <laughs> he said not today. <laughs> I'm
4: not, getting, like, into, I'm okay,
0: not Hydro, getting into it. Okay, fine, girl.
2: Madonna or Lady Gaga?
4: <laughs> Madonna. Okay. I, so,
0: wanna, I need to know the answer for that one. So you want to know that one? Go
4: ahead. Madonna paved the way from Lady Gaga.
0: That's fair. That's go great.
4: ahead.
2: Beat a homage. I think that's what Brandy did with Lil Kim earlier, too. Okay. So, B. Correct. Trey Songs or Chris Brown? Trey Songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was going to do that, yo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right, Joe. Our last one, and then we're going to let you go. Dro,
4: pose or legendary? <laughs> All
3: right.
4: Um, I mean, it's given legendary. Hello. It's Tishi, duh. It's oh, right. I'm still on contract. Right. right. Hello. All right. So with that
2: being said, Dro, thank you for just stopping by for a little bit, having some time with us. I know some people are like, "Well, where can I find this sexy specimen of a man? Where can I sign up to date him?" I will filter through applications to create your application if you want me to. I will do background checks. We are good. Um, so let people know oh
4: where they can. my God. <laughs> You guys can find me on Instagram at Dro D-R-O-T-I-S-C-I. You can follow me on Twitter at hydro H Y D R O underscore licks l-i-c-k-s. Um you can find me on TikTok at DroTishi.
2: So why why the licks? What do you like? Um, I'm curious.
4: It's like a a double entendre kind of sort of. So it's Mm -hmm. like hydro licks, like hydraulics. Got it.
2: I don't know where my mind went with that one, but you just took me somewhere else. I was just asking. Somebody whispered in my ear and said, What did he mean by that? So that's why.
4: Uh A little Uh (laughs) (laughs)
2: bird. All right. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Again, this is from HBO Max's legendary season two, House of T-Sheet, duh, Dro T-sheet. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, we're going to bring you back because we have some more stuff to talk about. And we want to update it, report on if you found the right one, okay?
4: Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Later. Later.
2: <laughs> All right. So now we are back at it. So, you know... I just want to say, I know from being around, around the ballroom scene that, you know, the show is definitely geared towards entertainment, but education in a way to give people a taste. Um, if they seen what really went on behind us, because everybody, the world ain't ready for all of that, that comes through that building, that walks and gets their tens, how it can get. So, but I'm glad that there are platforms to highlight this. And I know, let's just talk about that for a little bit as we transition to the let's talk about it segment. Let's just talk about how TV has changed so much. And I might make a statement that many people might not a, a agree with, but I was talking to someone, of course, someone who was straight. I was talking to them. And one of the things we talked about is she, they were, she was saying pretty much that no matter what she watches, there is either a gay relationship or something gay involved. And sometimes it's in shows where it's like, It's so left field. It's like they kind of throw it in there just to be a part of what's going on. And it's no kind of ease or nothing. It's just like, boom, here it is. And it's a little overwhelming sometimes. So I kind of agreed with her on that. I do believe that there are certain shows that just throw that in there and then they're so forceful with it. And it's kind of like, that's not how this goes. Like ease up a little bit. I mean, I'm proud of who I am. Everyone, like I said, is proud of who, you know, they are, when it comes to lifestyle, I'm proud of the rest representation, but I also wanna be mindful that we're being represented in the right way. Cause a lot of these things that we're seeing it's kind of interesting sometimes. So I understood where she was coming from, going from watching shows where it was nothing to just boom. Now it's so full fledged and there's no kind of introduction. Um, which it was a show that I was watching. I think it was one of the powers, the newer power. And they kind of introduced that in. Now I know some people are like, well, why is that even here? Cause it's like, okay. But it still was realistic. I felt it was realistic to how that kind of goes in a lifestyle. But I know for us, there are shows out there. A lot of shows that are just throwing it in there. Even cartoons now that are just throwing it in there. Like the new Rugrats, the mom is now lesbian and stuff. And I get the culture, but I mean, at what point know what are y'all thoughts i don't even know what i'm really trying to say here because sometimes i just feel like it's a little okay now y'all overdoing it i i get the pride i get all this but before y'all weren't saying that spongebob was this or this person was that and now all of a sudden it's like they out just like yes i'm the stand for this Yes, like what are y'all thoughts
1: you want to take this first julie or yeah, you go ahead so honestly, honestly i think that i don't mind it being thrown in there here and there I would like, you know, real background stories. So there are some shows that have had a part of their storyline before it became the thing to do. Yes. He's an example of like Grey's Anatomy. I swear I'm the only person that still watched that show. But they show, they show true storylines about love, breakups, marriage, you know, all that stuff. And I can appreciate that. And then you have, you do have a couple shows that do kind of throw it in. And I actually don't even mind the Rugrats thing with the mom, because I think it's teaching kids the differences very early on. And it kind of opens up their, um, it appearing as normal, which to us, it is obviously, right? It's not different because there are kids that have two moms and two dads. So it's very nice if they happen to be watching Rugrats and they're like, oh, look, their mom is 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 gay too or lesbian or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but and I'm kind of shifting a little bit, I would like a little bit more diversity in these stories as well, representation. Um, So for us, like, even when I started to come out, um, there were, like, some lesbian movies, most of them terrible, but I feel like when you talk to lesbians about what lesbian movie you watch, it's usually, like, Four of them, like Elena Undone. Many lesbians might know that. I can't think straight. These are just ones I'm throwing out that
0: are very one popular. Later.
1: Yes, yes. And so it's kind of nice as we do progress to have um, even more out there. The L word, obviously, you know, that was a big one for people. And I think they caught a lot of slack afterwards for their representation diverse diversity. Now they have a new show out new generation, and it trying to show a little bit more of that diversity, um, but I think it's nice to show us as regular-ass relationships, ones that work, ones that don't work sometimes, ones that, you know, you're still trying to find yourself. I don't mind it so much when I think there's, like, a real storyline and it's just not trying to be, like, a little sex scene or girls kissing because people like to see that, you know what I mean? Well, I, I, I'm with you with some of it but let's just have a storyline. I like being able to follow a whole storyline of uh, um, same sex relationship,
2: which is really nice. Julie, any thoughts on this?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely want to piggyback off of things you both said. So Harold, I did watch that season of Power and I really wish there was more conversation around those scenes and specifically around the way that his family handled his truth because in the black community, obviously, there's still a lot of taboo about coming out. Um, I wanna tie that mostly back to the AIDS epidemic and the way that black men were treated during the 80s and 90s and t- black trans people as well. So that was like huge. And I feel like it was very much swept under the rug because not only was it on you know, a TV show that's produced by 50%, but it was on a major network and it very much highlighted like a real situation, like a closeted you know, type situation, don't want anybody to know. Um, especially it being an athlete. like I think you guys remember a couple of years ago, that football player came out and it was like a huge thing. Like yeah. that was a real storyline. And I feel like um, either the producers or the network should have just highlighted that uh, truth a little more. And the fact that his mom was like, I know your shit, you know what I mean? Like whatever, <laughs> like that's not something that's very common either. So kind of segueing into what Brandy talked about, a more real representation and we need to get away from the stereotypes. Like um, what was it? Modern family, um, not everybody loves, was it Everybody Loves Raymond? No, no, no. Will and Grace, like those type of stereotypical characters, they just, we are real people, you know what I mean? We're not characters. So I wish if they did put um, lesbians or gay couples or whatever type couples in these movies, one, they would use actors that are actually queer because not for nothing, the one thing that Pose did that I really love is that they actually use trans actors and put their faces on. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. Uh, yes. And I'm sure there are plenty of, que- first of all, that's one of the stereotypes is that gay men like love being in, you know, theater acting and same thing. So like there has to be queer actors. I'm tired of seeing the same people over and over and over again, playing different roles. Like, real representation, like Lena Waithe has been pretty huge for that and you know, bringing more queer people to the big screen and whatnot. And I think that's just the direction we need to head in, stop making us seem like we're uh, oddities or outliers on these shows and just fit us in as real characters because that's all we are, real people with the same issues that our straight couple friends have.
1: Yeah. Um, I definitely would have thought that with power that it would have opened up more
0: discussion. I was shocked that I didn't hear really anything about him. Like, did, did anybody miss this? Like, this was huge. Like, it was very it was bug, huge. You know, like, it was a lot, like. <laughs>
2: Do you feel that like, on shows like that, it's either still living in the Black, because the audience is predominantly Black. Do you think it's more of those things where it's just like, okay, that's part of the show, and that's just is what it is. There's nothing really to talk about. Let's talk about Mary J. Blige, or let's talk about, Um, Tommy coming back or whatever the case may be. Um, And so it's still kind of, it's like that underwritten thing. Or do you think that 50 Cent and the team actually did a really good job of just easing it in without doing too much so it doesn't offend or distaste the audience that he has so that they can actually warm up to it? I mean, I don't know what's going to happen in next season, but I'm as seasons go on, I'm sure it will evolve. But do you think that he's done another approach instead of just throwing it in there like that? More so of a, a build up of get to know this, get to understand because you get to see different elements in his struggle. Um, I mean, they don't get into real detail, but maybe that's something that will be re- revisited. So maybe more people aren't talking about it. And again, maybe because it's just not huge for that community that really caters to that. You know, for me, I thought that was. An interesting spin because I wasn't expecting that from Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent, I said Fifty Cent. Lord, Fifty Cent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: wasn't expecting that from him, but you know, I thought it was it it was good. I mean, of course, you had your shows back in the day. I know that we had our shows like Noah's Ark, um, that were really good shows. They taught me like that. There's so many different things of like types of gay, and they told me like different kind of relationship things. It touched on how messy it was. I thought that was one of the really shows. For the gay community that I've ever seen, it also educated me because I was like, oh, "Okay, I I, 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 okay, I see what what this is about." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, it's a lot of interesting things that we can talk about when it comes to. Living the lifestyle and just our pride, but the, the the strides that we've made are amazing. But then there's also a downfall to that too. We have places that you know we're still kind of low. I can say that I still kind of, up until this week, I made a decision not to anymore. But I'm gonna be say that I'm guilty of of supporting people who really don't support us. Um, and I'm tell y'all straight up what it is: Chick Fil A. Okay. Oh, I'm still going there. I'm not going to lie. I even went there to get their lemon kale salad and all that kind of stuff. But for some reason, I've been reading articles about what they do, and they still employing us and all of that. And I get that, but I can't even work at somewhere where they don't support who I am. So my thing is how how do I you know the things that I'm aware of now? I can't I can't talk about the things that I'm not aware of, but the things that I am aware of, then I need to do better too. And it's something it's crazy because I was just there the other day, and I was just eating. And just automatically, the taste just, it was just different for me. And I was just like, you know what? I think this is my last time coming back here. Like, I no longer want to put my dollars into um, people who are against what I truly, my existence. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you guys feel about that or how, you know, loyal y'all are. I mean, it's not even like they're apologetic or fake apologetic. It's just like, no, this is what it is. And this is just.
1: I'm with you with that because if you think about it, when I don't know that's different, I don't know. But when I know what is happening and that they're very anti-gay and that, you know, they're all about trying to get certain bills passed. And, you know, those dollars add up, you know, and inadvertently, not even inadvertently, you end up contributing and supporting your funding in a way, right? You're funding them to be able to continue to try to get like, be anti-gay and have certain laws passed and and whatnot. It's just, when I know, like, you're trying to discredit me as just a person in general, my lifestyle, my family, I cannot spend my money there. And, you know, uh, listen, I, I stopped buying them probably a couple years ago and some people still do, but you just gotta, decide for you like how important that part of it is for you. That's all it comes down to, you know, like if you wanna get your chicken sandwich and you are like, okay, I'm just a chicken sandwich, that's for you fine. But for me, I'm kind of like, no, I can't, this is my heart on dollars, right? And even though as little as that might cost, but I'm still contributing to, to that. So for me, I don't um, buy there.
0: Julie. I feel like that's, like, a double-edged sword because, truthfully, like, even companies that, you know, throw rainbows over everything during Pride Month, that could be performative as well, you know? I don't know where their souls lie. That's not for me to judge. That's for, you know, when they pass, that's their judgment. But it's hard because we live in a country that has so many types of monopolies, you know, if you do any research on maybe like a simple brand, like I could be looking at my hair oil right now. Like little do I know who they sold to and then who owns that company. It's like everything trickles down. And I, I found this one article that talked about like different companies that were under one umbrella and the same companies that I was saying I wouldn't support were owned by the same company. You know what I mean? It all like tied back in together. So it's almost like in capitalism, we can't even escape that. So what do we do? Then we have to turn, you know, inside our communities. That's happening right now with um, Shop Black. You know, Instagram jumped on that real quick. Um, even Afterpay now has like a whole section for like Black-owned businesses. You know, so we can't use the excuse of ignorance anymore because we have everything at our fingertips right now. We can find out pretty much anything Everything's public information. So it really comes down to your morals and you know what you stand for at the end of the day. And I mean, I'm not judging anybody who you know does what they do. I just try to do better. You know, like Brandy said, now that I know, I just try to do better. And that's all you really can do. Because for years, we were giving these corporations our money without even a second thought, you know? Yeah.
2: it's so true. So I just want to take a moment now that we're here before we transition into our... I mean, this is all part of our Let's Talk About It segment. I don't know if you caught on to that. I know I didn't do no special intro this week, but just because this... I mean, our lifestyle has so many different layers, so we will never be able to discuss it all in one episode. But I do wanna take a moment to shout out those who are not part of the community, but still support the community and allow us to love. Again, here we go. Yes. There we go. OK, love wins because that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, love will always prevail. So when you show love, you get love. And and this community is a big community. And we do have a strong say in a lot of things that people don't even realize <laughs> how much power we really do hold and and in all kinds of industries. Um, so it's kind of it's it's an interesting interesting thing, but shout out to everyone who supports the community, who loves the community. Shout out to, to just I wanna personally shout out my family for always being supportive and never making me feel like I did not belong or it was something wrong with me. And for those who are going through those things, let's just talk about it. Coming out is not an easy thing. And I just, it's so many platforms and so many places that you can go to to get that support that you need. If your family's not giving it to you, you have another family. And that's one thing that Pose did show for me and and, and even legendary. It's family. You have someone out there who cares about you or someone out there who can help you, but you have to speak out and let them know what you need. And of course, not everybody's meant to understand, not everybody's going to understand. And sometimes when we talk about the older generation, like they only know one thing, and sometimes they, what they say, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Sometimes they don't even want to know. Like some people, like we talked about this even when it transfers over to politics. Like you got these old people that are stuck in their old ways, doing the same thing they've always done when the world has changed. God did not create the world to be the same. God did not create us to be putting put away. Or look, it wouldn't be sh- we wouldn't be shining bright like a diamond. Half people' careers are based off of us busting out of the closet. So it's a, it's more so we weren't created to just not live. You know what I'm saying? So we are are living, we're not in no box and I refuse to be put in one, but coming out is a forever topic that people think just because we have TV where we're being recognized or just because it seems like it's more accepted. It's all crap, honestly, because it's still something that we have to work for every single day. And I know that one of the previous conversations we were having offline was the fact that we are consistently coming out, whether you're switching jobs, whether what you have to consistently come out over and over again. And I, I just feel like, why is it that I have to come out? And I'm like, when straight people are living their life, they don't have to, hey, I'm straight. They don't have to say that. But the thing is, people assume who you are until you tell them different when it comes to this lifestyle. I hung out with people and then later on they're like, oh yeah, so what's your girlfriend's name? Okay my girlfriend, um, yeah, I have plenty of girlfriends, but they're like, hey, girl, not like somebody I see with, like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, or they'll be like, oh, you have kids. Oh, so, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, but their dad. Oh, so yeah, yo, so y'all, y'all, you're cool. You cool with the dad? No, 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 no. But we, (laughs) so it's like, you know, it's a forever coming out thing. But one of the things that I'm, I'm very grateful for my situation and not having to feel like an outcast or not have that love. I'm very blessed to have the family that I have. But for those who are going and growing through this season, never be ashamed of who you are just because someone doesn't see it for you. Sometimes you are that change of the generation that will make the difference for others. And I always joke with B, y'all know she's my sis aunt right? and we always talk about that. And I always talk about how she was the Harriet Tubman of the family. She went underground. She's like, this is where we are. That she busted open, got exposed, got caught. But by that time, she you know, paved the way so that we can come out. So she had to endure some things that I never will have to endure or never had to because she paved the way. So you might be that one that needs to make the change. And there's nothing wrong with being the one to make the change. I've been asked this question several, several times for someone who is so spiritually inclined and someone who teaches about the word of God and all that kind of stuff is how, how can you do this and still live the lifestyle you live? And I always say this to them. If this means that i sacrifice just my life to lead many to god and letting them know that you're okay the way that you are and that god accepts you the way you are that i am okay with that let me be that sacrifice in the bible let me be that sacrifice let me be that story because i know that i was not born to live in in a lie or live out something that's just not who I am. I only can do what I do because of who I am and because of the life that I live and the experiences that I have. And if you attach, if anybody who's listening to to this attaches people's experience just through their sexuality, you're a fool. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not sorry. You're ignorant. You need to, 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 to definitely be around some people who can educate you. It's nothing wrong with knowing. I don't say that you can't disagree but there's a respect level and an acknowledgement that needs to be held because what we're doing is we're breaking down generations that will lead the way. And just because you don't see it being done a certain way, if everybody did everything that was done in the past, then we will never be able to grow. There will never be no advancements. There will never be no inventions. There will never be any of that. So it takes for people to do something different, to show the world that things can be done in a different way and we can still be successful. So my my message today in this part is just for those who are struggling with coming out, you have a support system. Just find it. It may not be what you think it is, it may not be what you feel it should be, but you will be okay. But do not feel like you have to walk this road alone. Do your research, find a group, find a mentor, find somebody, hit me up in my DM and and we will walk you through this because we know what it's like to go through it. I've seen so many different stories, but mental health is real and your sanity is everything, but I want you to know that if no one ever told you, you matter to this earth, you matter to this world, and what you do will make a difference in this world. So don't allow anyone to talk you out of your shine or out of your brightness just because they got their shades on.
3: Mm, yes.
2: So I guess I'm going to leave that <laughs> right there and just say, just be true to who you are. Pride Month for me is all about being unapologetically, authentically you. Mm-hmm. Whatever that may mean, whatever you feel you are inside, live your truth because you didn't have these things put on you for no reason. So it's something that you're supposed to be doing and 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 what you're looking for, that breakthrough, all of that is just waiting on you to live your truth.
1: Yes. Drop the mic, Harold.
2: Drop it. You know, I do my thing here and there. <laughs> that's, that's that life coaching coming, to, coming in. We see. We see. <laughs> well, sorry, but this is something that, like I said, I'm really passionate about because I'm very proud of myself and what I've accomplished being who I am, not just being gay, but also being black and gay. I am very proud of what I accomplished and people have come against, but weapons form will not prosper. That's all I got to say about that. So, um, all right, who wants to go next? <laughs> Listen to this after he done went off, talking about who wanted
1: to go next. Right? Listen, I will say this, that... For people that are, you know, coming out or thinking about it, and it's scary thing. You do it when you're ready, okay. No one rush you, and you know, you'll you know the support system that you would like there. Sometimes it just takes them a little bit longer to catch up with you, but in the end, there are people out there that are will be there for you. Like Harold said, there are groups any of us. And that's what I think that I like about Pride Month is because you really do get to see it. Like Julie and I are friends. We're hella gay. Like we are just unapologetic about it. But, you know, Pride Month, you have parades, you get to see so many other people out there. And sometimes that's that little push that people need to say, oh, wow, look at all these people that are like me. I'm not different. No, you're not. You are you. Love who you are. And my only thing I'm going to say is this you get one life to live, just one. I don't want you having to look back and, and with any regrets. Just be true to yourself, and things will fall into place, you know, and, and your support system will show up. You know, it's, it's not always easy. Sometimes, for the, anyone young listening or whatever, sometimes, you know, our family and parents, they have this idea what they vision for you in your life, and sometimes it takes them a little bit longer to catch up to realize it's your life. That was, their vision is theirs, you know what I mean? So listen, be loud, be proud, don't back down, just be true to yourself. And there are groups, which I will talk about, one that I know of later on before we get off, that you can find support,
0: so that's all I have to say. absolutely, wow. Um, I mean, like, for me, I just always have to share my personal testimony, because I feel like there has to be other people out there who either went through what I went through, or will go through what I went through. And, um, you know, everything you said, Harold, I am so glad that 15 year old Julie was able to kind of hear that at a very young age without anybody even needing to tell it to her because my coming out story was not one that was peaceful at all in any way, shape, or form. And it very much shaped who I became, shaped the relationships that I formed with, you know, women in my future, some really toxic relationships. Um, you know, I came out at fifteen. My sister was the first person I told. She was like, whatever. you know. She helped me tell my mom. And we both were not expecting her to react the way she did. Because my mom's best friend, since they were 17, is a lesbian. I was raised with this woman. And I was never, my mom's brother was gay. I was never told that being gay was wrong. We d- I wasn't really raised in the church because she worked all Sundays all the time. So you know, when I came out, to, to see the look in her eye and for her to turn around and tell me God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, I literally, my mouth just dropped. And honestly, in that moment, I was like, wow, like, hold up. First of all, it's not even like you raised me on any type of word that told me any differently than what I'm feeling. And number two, if all that I am only boils down to who I love, then it really, then it doesn't fucking matter what I do. So I can't spend the rest of my life, uh, you know, trying to make you accept who I love if that's literally all it took was for me to be open and vocal about that for you to just kind of shut down on me. And um, I was in, I think, sophomore year at that time. The last two years of high school was absolute hell. Number one, I went to an all-girls school, so my mom very much put it in my head that everybody was gonna know and everybody was gonna think that I was looking at them like I was some fucking pervert. I was 15, you know? And so I became very like this in the locker room all the time. I didn't want anybody to think I was even peeking at them. Um, She stopped speaking to me. She started making me pay rent. Um, I had to go get a job. She literally would cook dinner for me and just go upstairs and close her door. Um, I was very alone and I hurt a lot of people at that time, because I was harboring so much anger, because I couldn't even talk to my mom, and me and my mom were very, very close. Um, I'm adopted, and I have an older sister. She's 17 years older to me, older than me. And you know, I was the only baby in my family, so everybody loved baby Julie. You know, I was just like showered with love. So for her to turn so cold on me so quickly, that shit really fucked me up, and it gave me major trust issues because I was like, if my own mother you know, could turn on me like this and who the hell else is going to love me in my life. And I'm still dealing with that to this day. You know, it's something it's a work in progress. So I don't want to say that, you know, you come out and everything's like rainbows and flowers or you get over, Mm -hmm. you never really get over it. And like Harold said, it's going to be a process that keeps happening over and over. But, you know, thank God she didn't kick me out. But either way, I could have, you know, harmed myself. I very much had suicidal thoughts. Like um, I started like trying to cut, like I didn't know what to do. I just was in so much disbelief that this woman that I like cared for so much and did everything to press and, you know, try to make her proud, could just look at me and be like, oh, all you are is a gay person. So she straight up told me, don't bring that shit in my house. Um, My mom has never met a single partner that I've ever had to this day. Um, I was married. She never came to my wedding. I sent her pictures of my dress. She didn't even respond. Um, And she told me not to tell anybody in my family because they were all going to shun me or not talk to me. And that ended up not even being the case. So uh, my cousins all figured it out via Instagram and Facebook. They were like, Julie, we're not stupid. Like, we could see your post. And then my aunt, who's my mom's older sister, I never told her. And she ended up popping up at my engagement party. I didn't even invite her. Like, she just was like, well. And she showed up with a gift that said, to Julie and question mark. She's like, well, you never told me your partner's name. I was <laughs> floored. Like, I literally was like, I have been hiding from you, hiding the secret from you for at that time, 10 years, you know what I mean? And she called me the next day and when I told her what my mother told me all those years ago, she literally, it sounded like she could have cried. Like she was so hurt that my mom would tell me to like hold something like that from her. So she called my mom and that was a whole thing. And you know, to this day, my mom will straight up ignore it. Like I can just be like, yeah, me and my partner, she'll just be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Like, she'll turn change as a subject. Like, it's still something that we don't talk about. But I say all this to say, like, I never let that stop me from living my life because I knew that I was destined for so much more than who I loved. So, you know, I pursued on with college, I got careers, I'm thriving, I own my own business now, you know, and she still looks at me. And the only thing that we ever talk about now is unfortunately work and what I do but she still hasn't been able to overcome that. So while yes, I've grown amazing and amazing chosen family, sometimes you will still have those demons and those naysayers in the background and the people that you love. And I just want to say, it is okay to love people from a distance. I'm not about like shunning or, or disowning people unless they're actually harming you. But- you know, my mom's never harmed me. She just hurt me, so it's very different. And I know she's too prideful. My mom's seventy one. She's too prideful to, for uh, to ask for forgiveness. But I've given that to her in my heart, and that's important too. You have to learn to forgive those who may have turned their backs on you because sometimes people just don't know how to communicate their love for you, and that's okay. I love my mom till the day she dies. I love her from a distance. You know, I know what I can and I can't talk to her about, but you know, it's not all butterflies and rainbows for everybody. So for um, just like Harold said, if any of you guys are going through that, please reach out to me. You can obviously DM me, I'll drop my stuff later. But I've always wanted to be a space for people in those situations to show them like there is so much more to life. Like do not let that be the end all be all of your story.
1: Absolutely. I think this is
0: important too, for like,
1: our straight listeners to hear what actually goes on from the other side. You know what I mean? I think sometimes they don't often realize all the different layers and dynamics that come along with, you know, being gay, lesbian, however you identify yourself and being out. So I think this is a really good episode to, you know, let people get a little peek into what, here we are, three different people, three different experiences, you know, so I just think it's really good for y'all to hear.
2: That it is, it is. So, all right. So I know y'all are like, oh my gosh, this got real deep real quick, but it's part of who we are. And this is part of why we celebrate pride. It's our strength. It, it it's our perseverance. It's it's a lot of things. It's our freedom. Um, it's owning our freedom. It's it's owning our accomplishments, it's owning, you know, everything that we've overcome and just taking a moment to just live out loud unapologetically. You know, I live that way every day, but everybody isn't there. So this is a way where a lot of people can come out and live and not feel like they're doing something wrong. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, we're going to lighten up the mood. Okay. We're going to lighten up the mood a little bit. I know Brandy had some things that she wanted to know. So I'm just Curious on where this is going to go. I'm not sure, Um, but um, okay, let's be honest.
3: All right,
1: we got a little segment tonight called Let's Be Honest. If y'all like it, we'll keep doing this. So what I did was I put some questions in a uh, cup here and I'm just gonna pull them out. We'll do a couple questions and um, we all gonna answer. And y'all know me, so some of these questions might be a little crazy, all right? Let's see what the first one is, bear with me. Oh, are you loud or quiet during sex?
2: Well, way to get right to it. I mean, damn. <laughs>
1: that was the draw, that was luck of the draw. Y'all saw me pull this out the door. Well, you guys listening can't see it, but. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs>
2: I would like to say that for me, I'm not really loud. I mean, it depends. I, I think it really just depends on the situation at hand. Um, yeah, for the most part, though, I don't like to feel that I'm loud, even though someone told me I was loud. But I, don't, I think they just have a hearing problem. Wow. I'm not really loud. <laughs> that, I'm sticking to it, okay? not
1: hearing. <laughs> hearing problem. <laughs> <laughs> Claim the other person.
2: Whispering in your ear and talking shit in your ear is not loud, I don't think. I think that's just me talking to you, but maybe you feel like you're really, you know, making or strides here, so it's loud. I don't know.
1: You're just loud and in denial. That could be it, too
2: no i'm pretty sure i know what loud is but
3: oh, that ain't it you're
0: <laughs> oh, I'm very quiet i'm like the worst i want to be loud like i feel like in my head i want to be loud but i like because <laughs> i think i sound ridiculous um it's definitely a me thing uh yeah i like really be wanting to say shit, but then as soon as i like think about saying it i'm like julie that sounds weird like don't say that.
1: <laughs> they're thinking it through <laughs>
0: Virgo analytical ass brain. And I'm also, my Venus is in Virgo. So like my sex and my love is all analytical as well. So it's like, I can't even just let spontaneity happen. Like I have to process, it. I'm be like, oh, would my partner like to hear this from me right now. And then she's over here like, bitch, just like talk. Like, let me know if I'm doing the job. Like, am I doing good? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then out, out loud, I'm like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So true. You
3: The question.
1: Oh, I was about to move on to the next question. I know
2: you were. Mm-hmm.
1: I am. I'm not quiet, but I don't think I'm like loud. I think if I have to be quiet, I'll be quiet. Like if I know harm, you gotta be quiet. And I think I have loud moments. I'm just got to let it out. Right. Let it like a burst of. Sun breeze, just boom, beaming out.
2: So, but, is it more like a uh, Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson scream loud?
1: Oh, or is
2: it like you know, like what is that?
1: No, just loud that you know the that she knows that I'm uh enjoying it, but not loud enough for the whole house to hear a little balance there, unless we home by ourselves. That's different <laughs> than the whole house and cats, dogs, everybody. Gets to hear that. I can't believe I pulled that one out. Damn. Got that one out the way.
2: Right, next.
1: (laughs) Is this some dude in here? I'm not even gonna front. All right, let's see. Oh, what would your friends say your best quality is? Look at them thinking. Mm. Um, Go ahead,
2: Julie.
0: My honesty. I don't even know how to tell a fib like, like in, in life period. I'm a horrible liar. Um, I've always been wanting to just blurt out what's on my mind. My mom said I've been doing that since I was like a child. So <laughs> there's never been like anything that made me feel like I shouldn't say what I feel. <laughs> yeah.
4: Let me add
2: a layer to this though. Since you guys are friends, what do you think Brandy that Julie's quality is, her best quality?
1: That she is, very real with you. She's a very real person in general, but also she's very genuine and good hearted, like down to the core. Like, I'll be like, Julie's a really good person. And that's one of the best qualities I think about.
3: Literally. I think for me,
2: one of my best qualities that most of my friends would say is just my energy. Um, Cause I'm always with positive vibes and positive energy. If we're not having a good time, I don't wanna do it. So if we're not, if I notice that the room is, at a temperature that I don't like, then I will heat it up to the point where we're having a good time and we can drop all of that and just vibe. That's all I'm about, positive vibes and Zen. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. What you? you know, oh. I want to address something because you want to ask us questions, but then you want to jump <laughs> to the next question without answering it. So um, don't be trying to sit, don't be trying to get the tea without pouring yours.
1: It was worth
0: the try. We play question games all the time in our friend group and she always be trying to like slide past it. Like
1: It's always worth the try. I'm like, they won't notice. Let me keep it moving. Wait, um, got,
0: <laughs> for my birthday, she got um, show us how you, what is it? Show us how you scissor or Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have pictures.
1: Julie. Oh my goodness. I don't know.
2: We might have to see these pictures. <laughs>
1: I will not see those pictures. (laughs) Um, Speaking of that then, I think maybe that's one of my best qualities. I'm kind of very like chill, go with the flow. I just want to have a good time. And that's, I think, what mine is. I don't know.
3: You are a
2: vibe. You you definitely are a vibe. You're definitely a vibe, a chill vibe. It's like a feel good. Like you make make anyone feel like they're at home.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, Brandi's like like a down for whatever friend. Like she's like the friend you call in if you
2: got a plus one or like if you need somebody to roll out with you. They'll roll out with you. She will fight for you no matter if she's intoxicated, throwing pieces into people's cars and stuff. She Ooh. will do it. Oh my bad, I just spilled some tea. Let's yeah. keep it moving. Go ahead, next question.
1: We'll come back to that another day, y'all. <laughs> That's a long, long time ago. <laughs> oh, god, you got me sweating now. Oh, here's a good one too. What's your favorite part on someone's body or your favorite
2: body part on someone else's? That just depends for me. I don't know if you're talking about a woman or a man, but, but you know what, No, okay, let me just say this. I don't even have to break that up because I'm really into lips. Like I really love good looking lips and great skin.
1: Mm. That's why he's all crushing on you right now, Julie.
2: You know what, I'm, I'm just gonna put this out here right now because I'm gonna live in my truth. And I really feel like I really do have a girl crush on Julie. And I don't know what to say about this. It's like kind of making me blush. I can't even look at her right now in the studios because it's like, you know, I always knew she was pretty. But it's just like today it was just like she came on. I don't know if it was the skin, if it's the lip gloss, but it's just like, damn, show it who that? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you feel.
0: funny you say that because I literally have no makeup at all. Like, no, not even chapstick right now. <laughs>
2: Yeah I, yeah, I love that shit. Like that makes me bring out my also Inko. Like, call me songs.
1: Songs is my name. So oh, he's starting to get all moist, y'all. We gotta bring him back in. <laughs> back in right now. Oh, my God, wait till we all hanging out, y'all. I will try to video that because no Hennessy. Y'all know how Harold get me. Your girlfriend
2: will not be trying to fight me. No Hennessy for me. Okay. <laughs> we all about positive vibes.
1: He like kissing girls when he on Hennessy. Dude. Or. <laughs> you have to watch him <laughs> what about you Julie what would you say
0: yeah I have to agree I really like lips lips and eyes for me um, because yeah mostly when I talk to people I'm looking them straight in their face because the rest of the body I mean whatever like who fucking cares but like who you are that's what I'm paying attention to mm-hmm.
1: well let me see I do like eyes and I do like the taste I'm not gonna lie will. My eyes will go to boobs.
2: Does it matter if they're real or fake?
1: Um, No, and I like all sizes. I do not
0: discriminate. Granny has like the prototype boobs.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we always say she's like who we would take like a picture of to a plastic surgeon and be like, I want my boobs to look like this.
1: <laughs> Don't ask how they know how what my boobs look like.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm curious. <laughs> but I am with y'all eyes boobs yes Mm. and lips are always nice especially when they're extra soft oh another level but
2: i mean that you know just to keep it clean that's where i'm at but i do like you know nice booties you know i'm let me just leave it alone that's where i'm gonna stop you have another question for us before we wrap up this episode
1: one more who knows what this one is messing with y'all y'all making me sweat a little bit as always every time um. oh this is some fuck up shit. Hammering. Okay. Um, <laughs> have you ever fantasized about someone else doing sex?
0: Oh, like my entire marriage. Yeah.
1: Oh, Julie. Do- <laughs> Listen, I gotta take a sip, but I ain't mad at you, Julie. It is what it is. You know.
2: No, I have before. No, I understand that. I have before too. It was just like, what are we doing here? And like, I'm thinking in my mind, like, I should just call my ex, like, or at least call.
1: (laughs) You are crazy. (laughs) I cannot say I have
3: done that. That's nice.
1: Yeah, Uh, I guess I'm kind of fortunate that I haven't done that. I'm gonna leave that. That's it for my. Let's be honest. (laughs) <laughs> y'all know what y'all think about that segment if y'all like it we will bring it back again
2: yes indeed so all right cool so we've covered a lot in this episode so one of the things that we always do is final thoughts so just on living in lifestyle and and pride alone um julie give us your final thought what does it mean for you to have pride
0: I mean, like, for me, it's just about waking up every day and making a choice. To to be myself and walk through this world as myself because people don't realize like how quickly you can turn a representative on when you're in front of people. And I don't like like Brandy said, I'm a very genuine person. I don't like having inauthentic interactions with people. I don't like small talk. So, you know, do I choose to walk through this world as you know a cis woman who's gonna ignore my blackness and my gayness today? Or do I choose to walk through the world as a cis black woman who's choose to ignore my gayness today? You know, like I don't do any of that shit. Like I wake up. I jump up out of bed, I I do me like all the time and being out is very hard because that means you're going to be uncomfortable especially like you said we're coming out all the time so you're gonna have to face people and meet people every day that you're gonna have to explain your situation to when they say the what's your boyfriend's name you know all the other things and it's about actually answering those questions truthfully you don't have to lie because I remember at one point when I was younger I used to be like oh like my friend you know you, you would like twist it a little bit yeah. to rock the boat too much fuck that I'm all about rocking the boat call me Aaliyah baby Yes.
2: What about you? Brandi G, tell us, what are your final thoughts of tonight's episode?
1: Uh, Pretty much what Julie said, just being true to myself. I'm going to live my life. I am not going to hide who I am. I I love women and it will be known. I'm being true to myself outside in public. If I want to kiss up on my wife, I'm going to do it without any hesitation. Just have fun, be you. Don't be afraid to be yourself, and that's it. Be out there, be loud, and as fucking proud as you want to be, 365 days of the goddamn
2: year. Harold, right. for me, I just—I mean, you guys kind of covered it all in this in this topic because we know what the base and the root of it all. But pride for me is is breaking traditions and creating your own rules simply said i like to create my own rules i don't care what society says i don't care who did what before me what i care about is what i came to do and i came to serve so that's what i'm
3: doing yes
2: (laughs) so all right so we're about to wrap this episode up we still have our drink of the week and the song of the week but before we even you know what, let's go into the drink of the week and then I'll do a little something. So let's talk about our drink of the week, right? You know, I, I did my watermelon drink and I have some more custom-made drinks. So I'm not gonna always just, I'm not gonna bring y'all because I make my own drinks all the time. But I did, I do have this drink, you know, it's not my original, but it's something that is good. So it's called the Malibu Sunset, all right? So let me tell you what you do, okay? Let me tell you what's it. Coconut rum, pineapple juice, just a drizzle of grenadine. Put some ice in there, right? Just put some ice in there. I'm just gonna let you know that, all right? And then, if you're bougie like me, I like to have the little garnishes and stuff. So you can add some maraschino cherries in you know, there or a big pineapple if you want the dramatics. But you, it's very simple. Coconut rum pineapple juice and grenadine with your garnish. It's called the Malibu Sunset. It's refreshing. I know everybody's not a coconut fan, but if you are, give it a try. It's something slight. You don't have to, you know, you can still wake up the next morning without a hangover. You can just sip it by the pool, by the beach. I know we're in hot weather now. Finally, that's Florida's been covering it. But yes, that is a drink that you can have. Something that's real simple. You don't have to go out and get a lot of stuff for. It's very budget-friendly. So check it out. It's the Malibu Sunset. Okay. And again, coconut rum, pineapple, Mm. Um, grenadine and, you know, just a drizzle, don't overdo it. It's just for the looks and the aesthetics. You know what I'm saying? You just wanna make sure it look, you wanna look like you're drinking a million dollar a drink, but it's really like, not that much, okay? I can't, <laughs> but anyway, and just get you a nice little pineapple, cut it up, a little slice in there, put it on the side of the glass, get your little umbrella if you want, throw it in there, make you feel like you're on the island. I mean, why mm. not? Right. Live your life. Mm. All right. So we have that going on. So before we get to the Song of the Week, I definitely want to do a closeout, but before I even go to the closeout, I do want to say that this month is also all about love. I mean, all year round it's about love, but this month is really about love. And I know there are some people out there that are like, I want to say I do, I want to renew my vows, I want to have a ceremony, I want to do something special, um, but I don't know who to go to, I don't know where to go to get this to happen. Maybe in my town there's not a pastor that will do this for me, maybe where I'm at, there's not, I don't know where to start, but I don't know for those, I mentioned this on the first episode, but our host, Brandy G, she actually is an officiant, so she can do that for you. So if you're ready to say I do, then um, make sure you go ahead and you can reach out to Brandy G. She's at the official underscore, is that a double underscore? I'm not sure. That's just one on this one, right? Because yes. you know she's officiant. <laughs> or you can visit her website, because she is official, theofficiantbg.com, or send an email. Official.officiantbg at gmail.com, or you can bring her line 484 478 4614 4, 4, if you're ready to make those moves. I've seen her personally do a few weddings, and when I tell you, I know she talks a lot of shit on here. I know she's very real, but one thing I love about her is when it's time to do the job, she will do the job and she would do it top tier. She's one of the most elite that I've seen do it, and she's very true to who you are. So if you want a little laughs she'll help you out with that. If you want, it to be traditional, she'll do that, but she, I'm telling you, one of the best I've seen, so I just definitely, she didn't even know I was going to do this, but I definitely want to take the moment to shout this out, because she's very good at what she does, and I know some people are looking for that, that way to say, how can I make it happen, and That's how you can do it. So don't forget to reach out to her for that. What else I got for announcements? I feel like I'm at a church. So um, also shout out to Miss Hollywood Designs. Um, You can reach her on Facebook at Miss Hollywood Designs or on IG, Miss Hollywood Showcase. For this shirt, for those who can't see it, it says love wins. It's hot, it's dope, it's affordable. And I appreciate her for sending this to me. It represents all we're doing this month. So, you know what I'm saying? I might even have to sleep in it. Maybe I need to take it off as it tomorrow. But it's good quality, y'all. So, it's good. So, I'm going to shout her out. I don't just shout out anybody. So, thank you, Miss Hollywood Designs, for that. Again, she's on Facebook, Miss Hollywood Designs, or on IG, Miss Hollywood Showcase. Now, y'all, she just started her IG. So, I don't know what's on there, but. (laughs) We <laughs> um, heard that we were doing a shout out, so she hurried up and went and made one. So you might not see nothing, but DM her, hit her up. She'll take care of you. She does all kinds of custom designs, some black power, whatever you need. Um, She feels like she can make a way. And from what I've seen, she delivers every time. So I love somebody who delivers those tins. Now, whew, whew, now that Julie is here, you know what I'm saying? You can uh reach out to Julie on her platforms, but one of them is crown jewel underscore aesthetics. Ooh, I'm getting tongue tied over here. I'm getting tired. But <laughs> her her flawless skin, she can get you like her. But Julie, is there anything else that you want them to have access to? Your website. I know you're a business woman and I know that you serve the face. You make sure that people can walk without more makeup, no paint and get their tins. So with that being said, talk to us about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You guys can follow me on Instagram. I've got a link tree in my bio that kind of talks about the different services that I offer. Um, if you are not local to Philadelphia, I do offer virtual consultations. Um, the fee that is charged for those, it goes directly to the price of the products. I'm sorry, for the cost of the products that we'll select for you. Um, anything you want. In addition to that, you know, we can talk about that, but I've got a couple different virtual consultation options uh, and I'm located right in Rittenhouse Square in Philadelphia, right in center city. Yeah, I do a lot of shit. (laughs) I love, you know, skin. I used to have really bad pigmented skin, bad acne. And, you know, I've worked really hard to clear that up. So I want to help people do that.
1: Yes. And she is the bomb, y'all. She's the proof. She knows her shit. So she will take great care of you. I personally know. So I'm not working, y'all. She is dope. Thank you. Check her out. And, Harold, one other thing, since it is Pride Month. Um, if you're in the tri-state area, I would like for you guys to go on Instagram and check out the Emerald Lighthouse. Yes. This is an LGBTQ plus nonprofit organization with a mission to create safe spaces for LGBTQ plus adolescents, their trainings, social events, and resources. This is a really, really dope nonprofit group. So one, if you feel like you need that, go check them out. Two, if you want to support, go check them out. Click the link. Donate. Donate. Um, They are coming out of their pocket to provide support to these teens that need it. So check them out.
0: They take supplies too. I've personally donated, but they take supplies. It doesn't have to be a monetary donation. Um, even if you don't have it, if you know somebody who can help, help them out. If you know any organizations that sponsor these type of, you know, organizations, send them their way, send them their link. You know, there's many ways to support without having to spend a dollar. So yes. So check them out. Good thing, Harold. I'm
2: done. I endorse that. So again, before we go on to the song of the week, remember to follow us on Instagram at NYS underscore after dark podcast um, yeah Twitter we don't really do nothing there but if you want to go there at NYs underscore after dark it's nothing there I'm just gonna tell y'all but if y'all, for y'all that, hear-
0: Popular
2: opinions there. Yeah, we need to get on that. You know what? I'm going to have a business meeting with Colin about that. Um, but also, you can catch us at nysafterdark at gmail.com. If you have any questions, any topic suggestions, you can also DM any one of us. Um, you can get our first lady and host at soulfully underscore underscore yours or our wild card, Colin will be back in the building at he be fly, or of course, yours truly. I have a lot to say. I have a lot I can do. I do offer life coaching services. I do offer mentorship so I can help you get through your storm. All right, at KJ Perception. All right. Now, with all that being said, it's only right. I went back and forth. And I know I changed the song of the week like a million times because there's so many songs you can use during Pride Month. You know, you have your anthems like time after time or girls just want to have fun or you have move it, move it. You have so many things. And my prerogative, I went through so many things. Then I had Hey Hey. So I was like, I heard them say Hey Hey. I was about to get down. But then I discovered that MJ from Pose released a single. And I thought, I wanna support her in that. And one of the lyrics that I fell in love with is it's a part of the songs where it says, we all got something to say. Speak up, stand out, wake up, get down.
0: Speak up, stand Out. out.
2: Wake up. Wake up. Get down.
0: Get down, I like it. That's an
2: anthem. And the song is called Something to Say. So this song, Something to Say, is from Hose's Michaela J. That's what she goes by. So if you're looking for it, it's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A. And then that is J-A-E. So check her out. This is from Hose's Something to Say. And until next week, stay blessed, live your truth. Yes. And don't pretend to be anything that you're not. Have some pride. Live your life. Get
0: lesbian tattoos when you're 18. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Julie, for
1: being our guest host. Julie, lovely. Definitely have you back
0: again. Yes, anytime. Appreciate you.